Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on VHHA.com and on popular podcast hosting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many others. Episodes of the podcast also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, and 820 a.m. across Central Virginia. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. Again, that's PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. And today we're excited to be joined by Dr. Megan McGavern, an internal medicine physician at Riverside Regional Medical Center and the mother of an autistic son who established a nonprofit horse sensory therapy center in Yorktown, Virginia. Today we'll chat with Dr. McGavin about her son, autism, the inspiration for the therapy center, and more. But first, welcome to the program, Dr. McGavin. Thank you very much. I'm happy to have you ask me to come on the program today. Well, it's our pleasure, and we appreciate you being with us. So as we alluded to in the intro, Dr. McGavin, your son, Cole, who's now 10, was diagnosed with autism at age four. You're a trained medical professional, but also a mom trying to do what's best for her child. So I wonder if you can just tell us about your son's diagnosis and the emotional and practical process your family went through to adapt to that reality and to get him the appropriate support that he needs. It was a really hard, difficult situation for me. He was neurotypical until like 18 months and then things started to regress. And so when he was two and three and then up until four, I kept trying to, oh, well, if I get him in school and he'll be around other kids, that would help with the speech delay and, you know, just kept trying different things. And then as we were going to the specialist, he had the testing done. And then I remember getting the answer from the neurodevelopmentalist and I just kept countering and saying, you know, well, I think he does that because I, you know, I just kept trying to rationalize it because it just couldn't be. I mean, I was really, really, really devastated. And then I was very protective and private about it. I, I, you know, our family didn't know he was autistic till right before I started all this stuff with the horses because I didn't want them to find something on social media and we hadn't told them. But I just kept thinking that I would be able to, you know, so-called in quotes, fix the problem by getting him in different therapies. And I mean, I was researching everything, trying everything. And yes, I'm a physician, but I, I don't do any pediatrics. And then aside from that, I don't think you really know what it's like to have an autistic child unless like you're living in that situation. So uh, being a physician doesn't always give you the best uh, lesson to cope with that and help your child. Do you wish you could focus on practicing medicine without all the distractions? Covaris is here to help. As a leader in medical professional liability insurance with more than 45 years experience, Covaris provides insurance protection with data-driven predictive modeling to help you mitigate the risk of claims. By combining insurance protection with risk analytic services, you can reduce distractions and focus on improving clinical, operational, and financial outcomes. Covaris is reinventing what you should expect from your medical professional liability provider. Find out all Covaris can offer you at Covaris.com. That's C-O-V-E-R-Y-S.com. Insurance products issued by Medical Professional Mutual Insurance Company and its insurance subsidiaries, Boston, Massachusetts. And if you could, could just tell us a little bit about Cole, your son, and what his specific challenges are. Well, we've only had a conversation, I think, twice, and that was maybe about a year ago. He became failure to thrive, maybe around age five. I was having to take him to the VCU feeding clinic for about two years. They were threatening a feeding tube. They offered inpatient care, but at that time, I was not able to do it, and he was starting to respond to outpatient feeding therapy. He has a lot of stims. He spits a lot. 
He used to do hand flapping a lot. He doesn't do that much anymore. It would always stick things in his mouth. You know, to try to play a simple board game or something with him. And he would just put the pieces in his mouth. A lot of tantrums, a lot of meltdowns, and, you know, inability to express how he's feeling. Well, I really appreciate uh, you sharing those personal details with us and your family's journey. And so you mentioned work with horses, and so that does segue to the next question. As I understand it, as a part of the process for searching for solutions to help your son, you eventually found the Horse Boy book, which is written by a British man living in Texas who searched the globe for solutions to help his autistic son before discovering the power of horse therapy. Can you just tell me about your discovery of that book and how it shifted your perspective and offered an, a new approach for you and your family? Certainly. I um, So Cole was in special education in the public schools because the private schools couldn't um, help him after, you know, he got to a certain point and got the diagnosis. And we've been doing speech therapy and occupational therapy since like right around the age of little after two. We'd also done ABA for two years and that was not helping at all. And what's a little bit frustrating is, you know, when you do go to the doctor, they know to say speech therapy, occupational therapy and ABA, but then, you know, there's not really much help after that, you know, as far as guidance of what else you can do to help your child when they don't, you know, necessarily respond to that. So right after he got diagnosed, I went to Barnes & Noble just being a mom, taking the doctor hat off. And I bought a bunch of books. I bought like the Harvard book and the Cleveland Clinic stuff. And I read everything in the Horseboy book was the last book I read. I read all the, you know, clinical trial-based stuff. And what I found the most life-changing thing in was the Horseboy book. And so I contacted him after about like 20 pages into the book and said, you know, hey, can we bring our son there? That was in 2017. We took Cole down there uh, for about a week to New Trails Learning Center in Austin, Texas. And that's when we just made some life-changing decisions. So we took him out of public school and started a homeschooling program through Movement Method. And then about six months after that, I bought a horse boy horse from Rupert and brought her here to Yorktown. And her name is Mahanya. And then it just sort of evolved from there. Tell me about that evolution, how it went from your exposure to the program in Texas to now going to actually creating and establishing uh, a program, which the acronym is CHATS, which is Cole's Autism Therapy Station, to, I gather, help others, uh, other families who may have autistic children who are experiencing challenges. And, And tell me about, in addition to establishing that program, the benefits that you see from it, both for your son and and perhaps for other youngsters as well. I wanted to say, to start out with, I wanted no parts of, like, homeschooling my child. Not that I think that, I mean, there's anything wrong with that, but it's just that I'm a full-time physician. I'm a career person. I didn't want to give that up. I also have two other children, twins that are neurotypical, that are some years younger than Cole. And it just seemed very, very overwhelming to me. I, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just had that mom like gut instinct and I connected so much to the book that I was like, you know, you just felt like it was right. And that point, I was also still very private about it. So it was difficult finding and hiring people because I didn't want to put it on certain sites, the jobs, but I slowly pieced together and I've been through a number of people to get to a stable point right now of, you know, hiring people to assist in homeschooling my son through movement math. So movement method is three basic principles. Number one, doing kinetic learning, which means, you know, on the trampoline or on a ball that you can hop on, you don't have to be using the horse or a hay cart you pull him around in or a wheelbarrow, you know, reading him his history lesson while he's on the swing. I mean, if you just do it while he's 
standing in his room and, you know, just say, oh, Cole, pay attention to this. It doesn't happen. But when you're doing it in movement, it very much makes a difference. The second thing is doing it out in nature as much as possible. It makes a big difference to be out in nature versus in a classroom setting where there's fluorescent light bulbs shining down on you. There might be other children that, you know, are loud or yell a lot or things like that that are just constant stressors to the child. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is doing it with the things that they like the most, what they desire the most. So for example, if I wanted to teach Cole diameter, I couldn't just put a worksheet in front of him and say, you know, start looking at the circle and drawing. He would just totally lose attention within seconds. But if I get a Thomas the Train and I use that wheel and I show a ruler that might be a Thomas the Train ruler and I have it hung in a tree out here and I ride up to it on the horse and I say, oh, look what we found, you know, no, here's Thomas and, you know, start teaching him that way, it clicks just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've really basically morphed his homeschooling into he's outside all the time and then he's on the horse doing it. And that's sort of how we're, we're doing it. He had gone from saying maybe 10 words in a day, maybe, to three, 400 plus words in an hour on the horse. And he went from failure to thrive to he's above 90th percentile for weight. He went from not being able to step on sand at the beach, whether you were on a towel, sitting on a chair, nothing touching you, or, I mean, screaming bloody murder. It was just like no point in going to the beach, too. Now he runs across it, plays in it, sits in it, gets it all through his bathing suit and draws in it. His tantrums have probably cut down to by three quarters. His ability to eat different foods has gone from, you know, he was eating down to three things when he was started to thrive to now he eats so many different things. All of, you know, we do like gluten-free, organic, all of that, you know, nitrate-free, those kind of things that help decrease inflammation in the brain. And it's just been truly life-changing. I'm not going to tell you that my son is neurotypical by any means right now, but I mean, we have come a long, long way. I, I had no horse background, certainly had no background running a 18-acre farm, but, you know, there was just such changes that it just evolved into this. So, you know, we were boarding Mahanya at a local barn for a year plus, and then I started looking for land. We found land here in Yorktown. Then we got a second horse boy horse named Diego, April of 2020, and then uh, we just started getting everything sort of like a horse boy masterpiece out here. It was just a blank canvas to create. And that is what we have been doing over the past year. And then I created the nonprofit fall of last year and started helping children in the community here. I mean, it's just made such a difference for him and I have the ability to do it. And I I want to be able to show them that there's other options. I'm not saying that, you know, he still goes to speech therapy, occupational therapy, and we do a lot of supplements and, you know, dietary things. But, you know, there's a role, I feel, for, I guess this would be considered alternative therapy. And I think it's a combination of all of that that can help a child, you know, potentially heal or progress. And that's what I've seen consistently through this. Well, it's it's a really marvelous story, and and you are to be commended. I'm sure that this Thank is, you. as you said, has been you know a challenging uh, ordeal as a parent, but you know just your ability to problem solve and and overcome and and find solutions that are working. And it's great to hear about the progress uh, that your son has made. So that's fantastic. Is there a website or a phone number or anything if if people who are listening to this hear about this program and and are interested in it want to learn more? Is there any place that you might direct them to learn more information? Certainly. Um, the website is www.chats, 
Coles757.com. And on Facebook, if you type in at Coles Horse Therapy, all one word. And the email address to us is explorewithchats at yahoo.com. And those would be your primary contacts. They're also on Instagram. And we should just say chats is spelled C-H-A-T-S uh, for those who are listening. Yes. Uh, and then let me ask you one other related question, if I may. A few years ago, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, the General Assembly here in Virginia passed a, a law uh, essentially providing coverage for autism as a condition under insurance plans. Are there other policy things for for parents of autistic children that you could think of or might be helpful in that regard? Well, what I have experienced is like when we did ABA for him for two years, our insurance never covered it. We had to come up with like $5,000 a month. My husband just moonlighted constantly to make money to pay for ABA and they never covered it. And even like um, speech therapy, they didn't cover for most years. I think it's only maybe since that was passed that they started to cover it. But that was very hard. And, you know, a lot of families wouldn't have been able to do that if they didn't have the ability to pull extra shifts and make, you know, extra money like that. So I just think having access to various therapies that can help. Another thing, brain balance. We did brain balance for two and a half years. I understand they're closed now, but they were located in Virginia Beach and that wasn't covered by insurance, you know, mm-hmm. and that was like 17000 some dollars. And, you know, so I just think that maybe making more of an effort to let people know what other options are out there for autism you know, besides speech therapy, occupational therapy, ABA, and, you know, maybe having more conferences for pediatricians or neurologists that specialize in it or neurodevelopmentalists about what are the other options in the community that can help your child besides these three mainstream therapies, because it doesn't always help each child. And there are so many other things that can be tried. And movement method is actually, we will be working on this in the future, but, you know, it's covered by health insurance in California and Colorado. It's also in European school systems. Horse boy method and movement method, there's sites in 30 plus countries. There was nothing here. So I'm sort of pioneering it here in this area and working on that as it goes along. But just, you know, somehow making it more known of what else you can do to help your child besides those three standard things. I think that would be my biggest thing to say about it uh, because I just, I mean, I spent so much time researching because I never had any answers from physicians that I saw for a cold. And it's not, I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying, you know, if you don't have the ability to research like that or, you know, know how to do that, uh, you, your child is going to maybe not progress or advance. Well, well said and great perspective. And now that we've uh, covered that serious stuff, uh, Dr. McGavin, I do have a couple other <laughs> personal questions for you. Uh, okay. little, little more fun, just to give listeners a bit of uh, insight about you beyond uh, your work. The first question, and this is an entirely imaginary premise, but if you could anticipate your final day on earth, what would your last meal be? Oh, a veggie burger from Cheesecake Factory. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And what, 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 uh, what condiments or toppings go on that? Uh, honey mustard, and then it'll have like the tomato, onions, pickles, the cucumbers, and uh, some the lettuce. Yeah. Okay. The next question for you is, what's one post-COVID thing you're most looking forward to being able to do? 
I'm looking forward to being able to go on an airplane with my son where he does not have to wear a mask because he's not able to keep it. He won't keep it on for more than seconds. So he's not been able to go anywhere. And we haven't seen my husband's family for almost two years now. And we're just trying to wait for that to be lifted so we can actually take him with us to see them. Well, catching up with family is uh, is always a good thing. And finally, Dr. McGavin, if you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, <laughs> one album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? Oh, gosh. You said what one book, movie, and album. Uh, record album? Correct. No. Oh, gosh. Uh, movie, I would say Outlander on Netflix. book i'm not sure you can skip Um, that one maybe wuthering heights okay and then it would have to be probably something uh reggae maybe like sister nancy and bomb bomb oh wow that's that's a deep cut i love that song (laughs) (laughs) wow Well, listen, I appreciate you taking us through your journey with you and your son and and the establishment of of Cole's Horse Therapy Program, and we appreciate you being with us today. And with that, that's going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so that you know when new episodes are available. We want to once again thank our guest, Dr. Megan McGavern, an internal medicine physician at Riverside Regional Medical Center, who also established Cole's Autism Therapy station program uh, to help her son and other families uh, dealing with autism. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.